blues rock band wonderful bluffer in the house um oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um uh, down the line we got julia and what do you play julia tenor saxophone ryan uh also go by rj and uh i play the drums jojo play the electric triangle electric triangle but it looks like a guitar ah oh that's the catch keep on guessing yes yeah <laughs> that's some avant-garde stuff and then Fritz? I uh, play tambourine. No, I'm just kidding. I do, I do vocals for Wonderful Bluffer. You play the tambourines on occasion. Okay. And I do. I do. Ox, you know, ox, that's kind of my main instrument. Ox you know? percussion. It's the sound. Sure. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Sure thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, how are we all doing today? How are your days? Good, good. Average. Pretty good. good. Class. I got gum, so Class. I'm pretty good. You have gum. That's good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's weird, like, I, I was thinking about this earlier today, like, holy shit, like, people are in class right now, and, like, I, I just haven't done that in, like, a year and a half, and it's so weird. Like, every day is the same to me now that I'm done with school, and it's like, yeah. On um, that work run, yeah, same to me. I, uh, I was outside <laughs> painting a building in Hartford, but it was nice, like, outside, butterflies, birds are chirping, you know, like... Beautiful weather, and then just get to listen to music. All this day. sounds like but, one of your yeah. Instagram posts. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> yeah. But but the, it is weird because you know you don't have those those random like you know spurts of energy where you know in school where you know you got finals or you got midterms right. coming up. And you're like, yeah. oh dang, you know pressure. You're just kind of cruising. All the it time. definitely throws your circadian rhythm off. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, in a good way though. I mean, I can like it's cool when you can sleep in till like ten eleven any day of the week now. <laughs> yeah, dude, I get up yeah, at like worse. 5 45 mm. or something. But it's like oh, summer well, vacation now for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah you know? right. And so here's to enjoying it. Uh, well, free to grab, it, grab, a grab it now. <laughs> Since it's the end of the fucking world. <laughs> right. Yes, it is. Uh, my, fa my favorite. I haven't had a hams in like two weeks, and it's been it's been dry. So, uh, I hear that you just got good news uh, as you walked in. Yes. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Uh, Did we? Disclose yet? Uh, January thirty first. We're uh, playing the Cooperage with Modern Joey and. Ow! We've got to book the other bands, but it'll be a four-band show. Hell yeah. Nice. Whoa. Good shit, guys. Modern Joey and three others. Well, that is exciting. Like, Cooperage is, is a massive venue. Yeah. Shout out to Jackson Payne for putting the whole thing together. Shout out for... to Jackson Payne and Modern Joey. Yeah. Middle name, bring the... Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll be here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Modern Joey. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, so uh, you guys have a couple great shows coming up. Um, first time I saw you guys was, um, I was kind of late to the show, but it was at Fire on Water. Mm -hmm. I believe the date was June 21st. And, uh, good memory. Same. I I go with dates. I about yeah, but, um, yeah, that was, uh, I was fucked up that night. But it was, uh, <laughs> good time. yeah, was it? it's very fucked up that night. That, that's a Fire on Water I show for you. Always. You were. I don't think. I don't think. I think you. I don't know if you were there for the rest of the night because I didn't. Uh, I don't. I would have met you otherwise because this is the first time we met in person, I believe. But same. It's nice to meet you. Same for me. Yeah, too, you, dude. You too. Yes, yeah, nice to meet you. I watched like all of your videos yesterday. So thank you. Thank you. You do. You got to do the research. You know. I just wanted to see. All right. He seems nice. Just uh, mm, nice. Not that I had my mm. suspicions, but Mr. Nice guy. He's oh, nice. it was the it was the flag nice. that gave it away for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. I guy. So, Mr. I guy. Mr. I guy. Yeah, right. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, can we get a little explanation on the the flag? You know, I see a question mark on on this guy walking a tightrope. You know, I'm intrigued. He's questioning. Oh, because it's guy. the Riddler. Yeah, uh, so you can't see it in the frame. But yes, the, the banner, the Mr. Nice Guy banner I recently bought off University Customs. Um, the, the, so uh, this guy, uh, Stephen Bradford, shout out, he is the one who designed the logo. 
Um, the question mark uh, is supposed to symbolize curiosity. Um, I'm a very curious person. I'm very like interested in what people have to say and like basically why everyone does what they do, mm. uh, which is, uh, as we will segue into um, into you guys, is that I'm interested in basically what's going into the artistry, the love and the fear that goes into uh, mm. being a creative. Um, that's good. Mm. And I, like I love this existential shit, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm Keep all about. I just I took an existentialism class my last semester, and it, it fucking uh, it turned it turned my head. But um, yeah, but I'm I'm interested in uh, hearing all about you guys, and um, basically, uh, for one, I'd love to hear about what led to your formation. So we'll start with that. Uh, Whoever wants to take it. It's JoJo. Slipperiest of sins. <laughs> we are going to fall. Alright, it was a cold no, and moody night. There I met in an alley. <laughs> Smoke. Lights. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a classroom. <laughs> well, much less. Uh, Hallmark spot to meet people. Grandios. Uh, so it started. Um, uh, so I used to play um, in a band called Akko with uh, Mark Soriano and Gabby. Shout out Gabby. Shout out those guys. And, um, and uh, so I left that band uh, about two years ago. We were, in, we were roommates and stuff. And so I just I didn't play in a band for like a solid year. I think throughout my entire sophomore year of high school, I was a jazz guitar major at UWM. Mm -hmm. And uh, really loved the jazz guitar program and the uh, the people I met. That's like the mm -hmm. biggest part. So yeah. during that time, um, I got uh, like a side job. Uh, I already work on UWM's campus as an event manager for the Peck School of the Arts. But I got a side job that year, um, like basically TAing, like being a TA for uh, one of the like uh, intro guitar classes and for and that my duties were basically just <laughs> sorry duties duties <laughs> my responsibilities were yeah. uh, just you know walking around it was a real an intro class so kids are learning chords and stuff like that but there were some people in the class you could tell like you can already play why are you in this class yeah, you know and right. so there was this guy named Anthony Powell's and um, he uh, the way I met him was because. I would have to like play like a song or something like in front of the class, which always made me kind of shy. I've like never really been super shy about playing at a gig or anything, but it, playing in front of a classroom full of people mm -hmm. is terrifying. Yeah. And so I think I was just jamming on like just warming up on like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, and then I walked. I'd have to walk around the class and check on people and his kids. Like, oh man, cool. Like play the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he was a big fan of them, and then he told me he played drums, and <laughs> me not being one to waste an opportunity or something, I immediately asked him to jam and that sort of stuff. So like we hung out, and then um, Kid in his other class, our bass player who's at work right now, you know, slave to the man. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you can say slave. Soon to be <laughs> friends. Yeah. Adam, but, um, right? Yeah, Adam, Adam is his name. Shout out to um, Adam. Shout out to Adam. Yeah. Rim oh, Kiss. So um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I basically, so I made the connection to Adam through Anthony, and the very first jam we ever had was at the Cambridge, like, uh, dorm, like, uh, like UWM's dorm. Yeah. So they had, like, a uh, music room and stuff, which is sure. actually where me and Julia and our friends from our Joey, Carl and Logan, used to jam freshman year oh yeah and maybe i'll get into how all that happened like way long ago that's a beautiful that story happened to facebook yeah but so i met i met anthony and adam and we jammed and like it wasn't the greatest first jam in the world like we were all very different styles like i come from like background of like blues and like you know mostly like late 70s and 80s rock and roll yeah sure. and adam's like you know progressive rock god and like metalhead and anthony's much more of an alternative rock and um i don't want to say math rock but like He's even more alternative rock and classic. We all overlap at some mm -hmm. point. So, like, figuring all that out was fun. And then, so basically, uh, three of us met, and then we didn't really do anything because it was, like, the end of, like, the semester. Yeah. But we kept it all, we kept it in our heads. And so, uh, once fall, fall semester of 2018 rolled around, you know what I mean? We were like, okay, we want to do this. And in, like, August of 2018, this band, Underground Hive, Shout out to Underground Eyes. <laughs> uh, they 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 were a band I played with in my Aco days, and they um they hit me up about doing a show at Liniment like in August, like, right for, like yeah for a Halloween show, our very first show. And so like we got the band together, and we were like we were down like a singer, so we didn't have a singer. And so we contacted our guy Logan from Modern Joey. Yeah. You'll, you'll see this. Is, there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of yeah. overlap in these groups. Yeah. Um, oh, for so, sure. That's yeah. the music scene in general, yeah. pretty much. And so Logan became our first singer. And so like I, I, um, I wrote three songs in like the span of a month or so. Like um, with Logan. Uh, well, actually, those songs I, I completely. The first three songs are with his songs. assistance. 
Well, actually, I wrote all those by myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wrote I wrote all yeah. three of the main songs in like a short uh, succession of time, and Slipping then we, out for you later. and then we we kind of <laughs> we put it we put it all together um, through like a series of rehearsals. And there's actually like there's a documentary somewhere out in the interwebs. Uh, maybe it's like actually in like the cloud. Well, Carl Erickstrup, also from Modern Joey, yeah. found the entire like formation of the band leading up to that first gig, and he actually found like a good chunk of the first show. So that's kind of like the story of how we all kind of the initial lineup, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and Logan was just temporary singer for our first show. Like he really yeah. did us a solid like, and it, it was fun. It was yeah. a good first show. It was a Halloween show, so that's always double nice. fun. Costumes at all? Oh yeah, like nice. yeah, <laughs> kind of. What were you dressed up as? I have this character uh, that I created. I, I have this like character I created way back when I used oh, to live in Chicago Marshall. and worked uh, and like um, for my church. Uh, it's a character I called Marshall Richards, which uh, the name comes from. So the original, the original name of that guy was gonna be uh, Marshall Gibson, like oh Marshall Amps Gibson guitar. Yeah. But I was thinking of Keith Richards for some reason as I was walking wearing a wig and a helmet and sunglasses. So I was like, you know what? I'll call this guy Marshall Richards. Yeah. And so the whole silliness behind that is he's basically like my doppelganger. Like oh, yeah. I'll go in the bathroom before a show and then like the show will happen and I'll be like, well I was in the bathroom the whole time. Who's the guy on stage? Yeah. Yeah. So reminds me of that Jim Carrey movie. What was that? Uh... Um, oh. <laughs> Andy something, uh, Andy Kaufman. Oh, Man, yeah, that reminds yeah, me of, yeah. That reminds me of that. Our uh, documentary or the movie? The movie. Well, yeah, like the actual movie. The, it's like Man in the Moon or something. Man on the Moon, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, Jim Carrey plays like this guy who's really awkward, like very eccentric comedian, and then. Uh, very loud. Yeah, but then he has a, uh, like, a, a alter ego uh, named Tony. Uh, who's just like really loud and obnoxious and shit, but yeah, so yeah. somewhat in that Something vein. Yeah. Like that, so. I basically wear a wig, sunglasses, it's funny. And a, a hat. It's a yeah. poofy one though. He got <laughs> big funny. curls. I'll be bringing him back. You look like a microphone. Let's go. So uh, yeah, how did these two uh, get in the picture? And what? Fritz. So it's a, it's a long story. So the band kind of like uh, took some a break at the end of last semester, and we kind of decided to. Well, I decided to kind of keep it going. Um, so I met Fritz actually at a show at Lenneman's, our second show at Lenneman's last, mm. last year. Um, he was there with Nick Bosch from, uh, shout out to Nick Bosch. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, so, so Nick Bosch and I went to high school together and we jammed a little bit here and there and he said I'm going to show at Lenneman's and then saw JoJo, Montreux, a bunch of other uh, really good bands. I was like, dang, these guys are really good. And mm-hmm. so um, I was working at the time and volunteering at this art collective called Fresh Perspective, and I was it was at the Wisconsin Black Historical Society. Um, we were having this exhibit called Urban Heroes, Urban Wood. I said, hey, it'd be really cool to have some live music there. So I reached out to JoJo, and he sees the opportunity, and wonderful bluffer came along. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the group took a little like hiatus, little break, um, and then I remember I was at the show, I did some vocals and some featured artist stuff with Dogbad and... Shout out Dogbad. To Dogbad! Oh, shout yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> We're shouting out to Dogbad. Dogbad. We're gonna have to have a shout out count. This they are up to many, 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 many of this. They're awesome. Shout wow. out one so million. Um, and so, <laughs> so basically through working with Isaac and those guys, um, like... I just, I guess JoJo and I, we we caught a drink at at the end of one of their shows and we talked things out. We're like, hey, let's let's link up sometime and jam. And then came over to your place, sang some songs, and you're like, yeah, this this might work. And so then we did what, like two, three shows with us two playing Mm -hmm. acoustic acoustic for a while. Yeah, and kind of got back. Uh, Our bass player Adam was back. That shit sounded really good. I think that was around when I saw you. Yeah, Yeah. that that was a it was a two piece. Yep, Yep. that was the first time I ever saw or heard uh, Fritz's voice was -hmm. in those videos they released. I was like, JoJo's keeping it alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then how about you guys? Well, so Julie's always kind of been like. A I've, just, of, I've yeah. just always been around. Like I've always. She's a lurker. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I've just always been here, kind of like in the. I don't. I don't want to say in everybody's back pocket, but. The like, scene. Yeah, I've just always right. been here. I. Um, East side. Yeah. Featured artist, you know. I, always helping out. Um, yeah. I showed interest in in wanting to play more. Um, 
So this was back in December, November, December 2018. Um, Joey was like, hey, come to, come to a wonderful bluffer rehearsal. Um, you know, here, here are some songs, let's jam, let's see how it goes. So I show up to this uh, rehearsal and I start playing and they're like, oh shit, we really like you. Mm -hmm. So I played a gig with them at Fire and Water in December. Um, the rest is kind of... <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still like, here. We, we, we've known each other since like... Um, freshman year. Freshman year, so like back when I mentioned before, like how all of this... Three years ago. Yeah, like how oh all of this kind of like started. Like So Carl Erickstrup from uh, Modern Joey was the first musician that I really gelled with here. So I used... UWM has a, a open mic series called... Um, Lyrical Sanctuary. Lyrical Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. And so freshman year, I like... Fauna as fuck. Yeah. Like, it, it was... I, I went there, and I... Um, they, they have a sign-up sheet and stuff, and they usually have, like, the feature artists. And I managed to sign up early and get there early enough, and I was actually... I did a cover of House of the Rising Sun with two other people. Nice. Um, a girl named Hannah Morrill and a guy named Brody Belusi. Wait, Hannah Morrill? Ginger? Yeah. I know her. Oh, cool! She, we used to party. Shout out to Hannah. I haven't seen. I have not seen. That Hannah is the best shout Hannah. out so far. I have not seen Hannah. The in a best long time. one out of the hundred million we've already. Yeah, good artist. She's too. a fan. She had a fantastic voice. And so I, I we did a cover of House of Rising Sun, and then like uh, Carl was also there, but he didn't get to play that night because it just kind of night went on a little too long, and he was on like the second list. And so I get back on the um, like the UWM show bus. And then I see this guy, his seventies looking, <laughs> bell bottom wearing, fisherman's hat wearing guy. Hair like, here. And I was like, oh, he's got a guitar. Minutes. I was like, he's, he's got a guitar. He's gonna sit next to me. And I was made eye contact. And I was like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I also have like my guitar. So he sits next to me, and we just we just start talking. And I mean, talking and talking. The rest of the bus must have been like, who are these guys? Yeah. Why are they so loud? You know, we're trying. It was like late. You know. And so me and Carl just got into blues guitar talk yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And this is like the maybe not even like the fourth week of freshman year and we find out we both live in the same dorm in Riverview and then we like Ooh, um, <laughs> he's just the floor above me uh -oh. and so basically he comes down the next day and we just jam and I actually still have the video on my phone from like our first jam session and then like I uh, we wanted to start That's a band awesome. like instantly and like Great we put band. a thing on so awesome. we put a thing on Facebook and then like I think Julia yes, commented on it yes. and then a guy named Logan Faruda also in my <laughs> commented on it and so um I think I, I think we all like just met up for like a jam the four of us and it was fun and we used to just like do some jam stuff and then I joined Akko and then Logan and Carl kind of did the Mark <laughs> Joey thing and and then we we've still been hanging out and playing music for three years yeah. so that's kind of that was kind of the start of all of this I would say awesome. if I could pinpoint it and then we met Isaac and the Dogback guys like a year later because Carl and I used to do like live blues at the at a lyrical sanctuary, yeah. and then sophomore year, like when we were doing one of our things, uh, Dog Bad uh, played there, mm. and then we met Isaac, um, and just been oh my god, just going. It's kind of crazy to look back on. You want to know who was the first person to tell me about you guys? Who? A guy by the name of Rowan Nellis. Oh, shout out <laughs> Rowan! <laughs> Rowan, Rowan. Um, he went to Summerfest with us. He comes. Uh, I saw the post. Yeah, he got long, yeah, tall, tall blonde, dude, yeah. long blonde hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, Rowan's the man. Shout out to Rowan. No, Rowan was a regular at uh, the Roast Coffee Company where oh, yeah. I used to work. Um, oh, right there near campus? Yeah, yeah. And Rowan, yeah, he was like, it was, because I actually started writing for Breaking and Entering and also started the show when I was still working there. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to get in touch with, like, the music scene. I want to meet, you know, people making music out here. Like, that will be the most zero, not boring job in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna interview all these artists. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, and that's exactly what I did. And but I would, I remember Rowan and I would talk about it because like he makes music too, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to this house show with wonderful Bluffer and uh, like the Sunken Sons and shit." Catches your eye, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. "It catches your ear." Yeah. So he was the first one to tell me about you guys, and that's then I fun. found, and then as I got more like, um, uh, more inclined into the music scene like I you know saw that you guys play you know pretty well out into you know especially the DIY scene and whatnot and then um uh got to finally see you guys in June um but I just remember and I want you to tell the story because it was Really awesome. The how you guys came up with the name. Oh, okay. I guess the name I'll, is a really cool story. Really? I guess I'll take this one. <laughs> so, so I. Am, He's also responsible for the name of another band. 
Before we went, go into that, first time I met you in person was completely by chance at Landmark Land Lanes oh, with Mark. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I was oh. there for a friend's birthday, and then I'm like, oh, you're JoJo. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, because we were Facebook. That's right. Jojo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The infamous Jojo. Uh, yeah. So, um, so wonderful bluffer. Tell me. The so story. this this is loaded. Um, so so I'm from a. I could I I mention this just because I think this has some root in like Western African culture or something. But um, so I was born in West Africa in a country called the Ivory Coast, and like my parents came over. Shout out to America. Shout out Don Scott, Rachel Nimble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so um. As young as I can remember, my dad would have like this. My dad's a weird guy. I love him, but he's he's just a really he's aloof, awesome. He's a, a weird dad. Yeah, he's an aloof dude. dude you know, he just yeah, oh, yeah, please do. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just. Yeah, I'm a big dude. Like, I take beer quick. Yeah. My, my, my dad just kind of like he's one of those guys that just he's just relaxed. He has a very simple life, and he has a lot of funny names like. Uh, and that he'll call people like in our household, my dad and my brother just like the king of calling people funny names, and that's kind of shifted onto me now because I'll say stuff like Sad Boy Jones and I'll like yeah. stuff. Sad Boy he is Jones. the funniest man I've ever met. <laughs> and so the funniest, dumbest humor you will ever hear in your life. Yeah. Good Dude, you know what my two favorite movies are? Hot Rod. And walk hard the Dewey Cox. Hey, yeah. So I'm all about dumb, it's like stupid, the exact beer. same movie, but with a different like time period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so my my dad, uh, my dad used to just Not like right. whenever, whenever he would see me or be excited to see or pick me up, he'd be like, Joe, my Joe, the wonderful bluffer. And for years, I was like. Hi, Dad. <laughs> I, I didn't really know what that meant or anything, but he and he still calls me this. Like, and I as recently as last time I saw him, I just did not know what that means. And so when Anthony and I were trying to come up for names, that was one that kind of popped in my head. And the reason is, I I think when I was seventeen or eighteen, maybe nineteen, I was, I was at a gas station with my dad. I was just picking up gas, right. and uh, he's just like he he like sits in the car while the gas fills up, or whatever. And I was like, okay, Dad, like, what is the meaning of this name? Like, who? What is the wonderful bluffer? I remember asking him, and like, and it's, it, I just remember him. I'm saying like the wonderful bluffer is like this like guy who like when he was in like college or school he's African musician would like well he, he loved music so he would like he would go and play in these like clubs owned by like some sort of mob and stuff like that and he was a smooth talker at like the end of the day like that's what the wonderful bluffer is like a, like a smooth guy who can talk about every situation because he would owe the mob money you know and he was playing in these clubs but he wasn't bringing anything in but they like kept bringing him in and like did not like uh like, they didn't hold a grudge against him. Like, oh, this guy is like a wonderful bluffer. Like, here you go, Joe, my Joe, the wonderful bluffer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, walk up in the club, be like, yo, you got that payment? <laughs> nah, dog, I don't. I'm a bluffer. You know? <laughs> you know? Like, and, if I can play this song real like, quick. Uh, and they, and, and he, was, he, was a, he was a good musician, and they would just, they just, they liked his music, you know? So even though he's in debt to the mob, and like, he could always talk his way out of like a tough situation, like with them. Mm. Like, yo, what is the money? He's just like, yeah, you know, I got to, you know? And he's like, ah, you good, yeah. you wonderful bluffer. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. so that's, and that was like, and it's so funny. I'm gonna say this on camera. It's so funny. Like I like at first I like I was like oh that's a great band name. You know what I mean? Because all of the names we were coming up with before were so like tryhards. Like we're gonna be the the soothsayers. We're gonna be the the star riders. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was like, right. dude, what about Wonderful Buffer? And then after like three months, I was like, I kind of hate that name for yeah. the band. But everybody's like, it's nobody else liked it at first. But then they're all like, no. It like grew on us, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm stuck with this yeah. <laughs> right. for as long as it's all." There you go. And it grew on everyone else in the campus, so now I can't get rid of it. No, no, no. I, I think it's a great. Name. You start supporting a new name, no one's gonna know yeah. who the fuck I, you are. I go back and forth. I'm like, uh -huh. right. it, it, like the slower you say it, the more. I think you're biased because it's just it has history for you. Yeah. Um, but for anyone that is new to it, it's like it's kind of cool. Um, it's mysterious. I, yeah, I like it. Like for me, it it kind of no, reminds me how you know. It's not like a cynical kind of thing where it's like, oh, bluffer, like trying to rip people off. It's, it's like we all kind of bluff in certain ways. Like if you're, if you're trying to, you know, it's like, hey, you know, like can you play this song? Can you play this for a band? It's like, yeah, you know, you kind of like fake it to make it for a little bit, and then you settle into it and you make it, you make your own, and you build confidence along mm -hmm. with it. You know and that, and then right. that comes with honesty too. Yeah, yeah. you know. So we all start out as it, and then slowly fades. Just depends on the person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely the story. Of my yeah, life. yeah. I what the fuck? So that was I wasn't expecting it to go there. Damn. So you well you Dude. went you uh, asked before we started recording, but um, how the sh the name of the show yeah, 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 yeah. was um, from it was it was very like it kind of, it was one of those things where like. You know, further proof that brainstorming never actually works. 
I don't believe in brainstorming yeah. because you can't force an idea to happen. It yeah. just kind of has to come to you organically. True. Um, Out of so, air. Yeah, exactly. So I, I had gone to uh, my first high five networking jam down the street uh, back in November. And literally the next morning, I was like at work um, at Roast and I was like, okay. I like really like I'm very inspired from being at this thing with all these creatives. It's like I want to like I want to do something now. Like I, I I know I want a podcast. Like I've wanted to do a podcast for so long. But like, what am I gonna like? How can I like make it interesting? How can I make myself part of the theme? How can mm -hmm. I like? How can whatever it is I do be like unique to me? So. I was thinking on names like, you know, like, oh, nicest guy in Milwaukee, or a uh, nicest guy you'll ever meet. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, please. Right. I mean, very humble to I mean, like, nice guy MKE. Nice guy MKE. Yes. Right, right. Facebook name, right? Um, sounds like a new village in Milwaukee. It's like, I live in Nice Guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice guy in Milwaukee. I, and I really like. Uh, like I kind of came across like, well, how about just Mr. Nice Guy? You yeah. know, bow. Um, People remember that, right? Very simple. It's already a phrase. Like mm. by no means did I coin it, but it's like I, I identified with it a lot. Um, mm. Like I feel like I'm a nice person. And I, I can just, attest to that. Thank you, thank you, Fritz. <laughs> um, and I also like, um, you know, I think that in the time of in our current political and social climates, like, a lot of people are very angry, and people are just very cynical and pessimistic about the fate of the world, but I just, it's not my nature to be like that. I generally, like, I see people as good, mm -hmm. you know, even though people can be fucking assholes, mm -hmm. and people can suck. Have opposite views, but deep down. Yeah, but I, but I still like. I try to look for the good in people, no matter mm. what my, you know, no matter what, and like I try to feel optimistic about. Well, yeah, like our administration sucks right now, and a lot of people feel hopeless. But I feel like, you know, there's a lot of good that's going on right now with like, especially um, with social justice movements going on right totally. now. People are. People are rising up and their voices are being heard. Right, there you go. And like, I just feel like I'm very optimistic about the future mm -hmm. because like, I think that, you know, people are, I think that we're eventually, we're going to, you know, make our country a better place for all people, not just the rich. Yeah. Um, so not just white people, you know, yeah. like I think, yeah, I, <laughs> I, think, I think it's definitely going to come around, and usually from each kind of like calamity in history, yeah. you know, it gets real dark, you know, at one point, but then something really beautiful kind of comes out of the ashes of right. that catastrophe. So I, I, I'm, I like to believe myself as an optimist, yeah. and in doing so, you can only be the best optimist you can be if you don't see the good in other people. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I do this show. Because I, I believe that everybody is a divine individual, and I love hearing you know where their inspiration is coming from, mm. and what they're what they're contributing in their own way, in their own unique way to this mm. world, and especially in the scope of music, because you know I love music. Music's a very emotional thing for me. Like you guys are a band that is you know like. Uh, you're you're new. You guys are fresh, and I'm you know excited to see how you guys <laughs> fresh pH. But um, but I love seeing how music is like such like um, you know I, I I just love how people manipulate it in their own way. You can express just, it like as right. a tool for social justice or whatever your message is, and this. Um, like a cool thing jumping out with this, JoJo had all these phenomenal, um, like, you know, songs ready to go. I just, I really just had to jump on and he said, it's true. Lyrics, hey, let's, let's really like learn these lyrics and we even workshopped some stuff together. So it meant a lot that he allowed me to kind of step in and do some like <laughs> tweaking here and there. 
Um, but uh, just tweak here. Like and there. even even um, on like some of the songs, you know, we talk about one of, one of the songs is called Broken Man, and it talks about how the sun. Can I can I say? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the the lyrics are the sun shall rise on the broken man. Um, and it talks about how, like, you know, even though at times things fall apart, like you said in this this country right now, um, but out of kind of like that pain, that suffering, we all rise again, and sometimes a lot stronger, you know. And we always have through history, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. they, right. You Which know? seems absent these days, but yeah. it's still kind of there. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd like to believe so. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think it's a lot better than like. The, um, the news will jump on and make it like they put magnifying glass on everything. But if you step outside and look around, everyone's doing okay. You well, know what I mean? Like we can do better. Don't get me wrong. We can always do better. You know, but well, yeah. and yeah, and I think that what, there are those less fortunate. Right? Oh, yeah. it's always always for those yeah, yeah. where we think there's not, but there still clearly is. We just got to take some time to kind of look at it every day. Well, I think, whatever form that may yeah. take, whether it's not it, whether or not it's like someone in your life. Or just looking at yourself in the mirror, or sitting out on your porch looking at the sun, or some yeah. shit. Whatever you do to make you feel happy, I think that can save you sometimes. Well, I right. think yeah, and I think that uh, what helps with that is uplifting one another, mm. um, which music does. Right, exactly. Which is um, why I I personally can't live without making music. Mm. I'm gonna make music till I die, even if it's in a band or by myself. Like I'll always be doing that. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to say something. Um, so that this this all reminds me of a a TED talk that I that yeah, I saw. I know it's Victor, 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 Victor Wooten's TED talk where he says, um, you know, you, you talked about like up, uplifting one another and making music. Um, during this TED talk, Victor Wooten um, he talks about when someone puts you up on a pedestal. Don't just say, oh no, like be you know obviously be humble, but stay up there and rise help everybody rise to where you are too yeah. and i i absolutely love that that i think a huge part of that is using our statements yes. you know you're like instead of using like i or you statements use our you know mm -hmm. we're all collectively let's like you know let's share the beauty let's share the glory let's like really embrace one another like mm -hmm. you guys are awesome but I think I'm awesome too. Like, awesome. let's all be awesome together. You know, let's like, be honest. We're all pretty You're fucking awesome. awesome. We're all pretty nice. Pretty neat. Wow. Nice guys. If not all and the time, the yeah. moments of world we are do count. I didn't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, very curious, as is much of the Milwaukee music scene that knows you guys, like. When are we getting some wonderful bluff recordings out here? Ooh, I want to hear. I want to. I'd love to, you know, uh, hear about where you guys are at right now. Yeah, that's the golden ticket. Um, we. Uh, I guess our goal, something that kind of had to be rescheduled, was we were gonna perform at Public House, right? Yeah. Public House. They do live recording there, and we were at least uh, plan on getting that live recording. Maybe doing. A little bit of mixing, mixing, mastering, just throw some demos out so that, you know, rather than just saying, hey, we've played here, 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 and here, it's like, here, this is what we sound like. It's not polished, but this, this is what we got for right now. Yeah, I think I'd say, like, I am, like, kind of happy how far we've gotten just through word of mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. shows. Oh, when you said Honestly, that. you hit us every day in the group chat saying, we got a new show. I'm like... Um, Fuck. It's, 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 it's always, uh, I, I do most, I, I'm, I'm kind of the guy in charge of like the booking and like the emails and the social media and that sort of stuff. And it's kind of, it's always a little like nervous, yes. ner nerve wracking to like send a venue an email and be like, but actually you just got to take my word for it that we're like, you know, it's all good. And, and we enjoy what we do because like, uh, I, know, I know the process definitely has to get a little bit easier when we can actually have something to show, you know what mm. I mean? And like... And that's something that's always in the back of my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be patient. You know, I think, I think a key thing with this band is just like patience, because it's, it's, it's easy to want to get out there and just kind of like show what you got. But you gotta, right. you gotta develop it. You gotta find, oh, yeah. you find your sound. You got to like be confident in your ability. Refine it. Refine. That's the big, that's yeah. the biggest thing. You know, yeah. it's easy to just, you know, get something one way, but there's so many different angles to look at it. You mm -hmm. know, and when it comes to like music, of course I want to 
you know, get in a studio and like record some stuff and get it all down. But you have to like almost just know your music, not just like know how to play it. You just gotta know it. You gotta know how you want everything done. You gotta plan everything out. And money, big part of it. I mean, uh, <laughs> we we broke. <laughs> I broke too. You know, like, we're broken boys. But, right. We're broken yes, boys. We all are. Boys. But we're trying to. We're trying to. You know, I think get <laughs> together, play some shows, make a little money, get a band fund together, get that kind of stuff. Because when I when I think of recording at this level, I don't think of like a full album. You know, I don't think of all the time it takes to make a full album. I think of all the time and hard work it would take to make like record three songs. That's mm -hmm. that's time enough of itself. Why go right. full like that when you can? Well, and that's just more money, more time, yeah. and more money. And, and I, I don't think money should be the focus right now. Oh, as yeah. a new band because I think right now we just need to find ourselves and within that find material. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that yeah, we can perform, and then I think yeah. the money will come later. And even so, it, even if it does like start to pick up, like I personally, the money is like definitely part of it yeah. to help advance. Well, the, the, the money is part of it's. The money is more like to fund those endeavors of recording. It's basically but just, it's not like to give us an opportunity yeah, to place. It's, it's like a small, small, small yeah. factor. It's not yeah. the, the overall goal is to, I mean, just through word of mouth, just to get these shows yeah. and take the money that we yeah. that we earn from these shows and put it towards a, Future, like a, a yeah. fund a band for recording music. Exactly. And once we get that those recordings, then we, we will have an easier yeah. An easier time getting bidding shows yeah. and, and, and booking shows, but like that's the overall. That's the overall. I mean, that's like yeah. probably what every band's goal is. Oh yeah. I mean, for my for myself personally, like that first time you hear yourself recorded. Yeah. I was. I used to be. I used to be in Modern Joey. I used to be a yeah. bass player. Yeah. And we had gotten recordings done for that band like in like two summers ago. And the first time you hear that sound, it's kind of intense. And so I think to find a route to get to recordings with Wonderful Bluffer, I think honestly it would. Honest, I, honestly, I think this group I've had a deeper connection with. So if we can finally get recordings done with that, I think the sound would be pretty decent. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it'll take time. Not to flex how we sound or anything, but I think we sound pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, you guys do sound good. Yeah. Um, even though I haven't heard you guys as like a full band yet, I've still. Even just as a tube, um, like, like the the proof is gonna be in the live shows, and for me, that's the most exciting part is mm -hmm. being able to show people what you got, you know, on the stage, <clears throat> and you know, we practice. I mean, we've been just looking, grind. Around. Yeah, we've been grinding since what, like May, May. Yeah, like May until now. So that's you know, a lot of months, kind of just workshopping a lot of stuff. So practice, 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 but then. Come showtime, you just let rip, and yeah. I'm really excited about that. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, man, all of this stuff is, at least for me personally, it's, it's fun. Like, yeah. I, I like, I didn't pick up guitar to like, you know, just you know, be on a stage in front of a million people. I picked it up. That stuff sounded cool. You know, I mean, you listen to, the, and that's that is what always strikes me whenever you're playing a show that you know is going well. Mm -hmm. And that is one reason I love the DIY stuff because a lot of these people put their heart and soul into it. Like, oh, yeah. my goodness, the bands. I don't know about the, uh, like scenes in other cities and whatnot, but like I've never seen a group of musicians here come together so collectively and just support each other, help each other out, invite each other to play on nights like they're on schedule. Like, just got a text from Elton the other night asking me to just come and add, sit in on a song oh, yeah. or something. And like the Sunken Suns do Sunken amazing. Sun. Yeah, and I'm so they do I'm so many insane. shows. I'm so yeah. thankful for those guys. Like I, I met Sam like back when we were jazz students, and through him I met Milton. And man, those guys are just some of the best people I know. And they're so they're just fantastic dudes. Like, and I, I and they play just just amazing music and like yeah. and they they support the scene and they support like all the other bands and everybody kind of supports each other and it's like this almost like I was going to use a scientific term but I thought I was going to I think I'm going to use it incorrectly so I won't use it <laughs> it's yeah, like that jazz guitar it's, it's like it's like this melding of just ideas and groups and and these shows these attic shows these house shows they are almost like they're probably some of my favorites because it's a community it's a community, so it's a community. It's a community. Yeah. and it's almost I don't want to say it's like a family but it, it really is like a small community where everyone just wants to see each other do well yeah. and I think that's and that's that's, the that's thing. It, and it's mainly artists because even if they're not into the like music or if they want to like buy our albums or anything they still go to the shows and have a good time because they love seeing everybody connect with other people mm -hmm. and I think 
I don't know, I think that's just what being in a band is about, is when you can play live and you can see someone's face like looking back at you in the crowd and you're thinking, I am the cause of their immense happiness right now. Yeah, oh yeah. Holy yeah. fucking yeah. shit. That's, that's real. Nice. That's real. It's a so really cool. good feeling. I've said it like a million times. I think, I mean, at least for me, I think people just love to see, especially in this day and age, people love to see just live music. Yes. Like they love yeah. music. And like, They're, they and love that. Especially out here. Yeah, like people, because I mean, like, especially the DIY shows, because I mean, you know, there's a lot of bars in Milwaukee, sometimes all the. Some of the only it might seem like some of the only places where you can get shows and a lot of your friends can't come out. But these like DIY shows, like everybody can come. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they love it. They love the variety of bands. Like I that's another thing. It's a variety of variety sounds of bands. on there. Yeah. Like you get a you get a I don't know, like you get so many different sounds. You guys are playing with Careless on Sunday, who's yeah. like an experimental like electronic art I don't even know how to classify him, but he's he's amazing. But yeah. completely different than what you guys are doing. But you're on the same bill. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's that's the of it, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine going to a show where Tracks you can, a lot of years where you can hear jazz, blues, seventies jam rock all on the same bill and be like, that's just a variety of sounds, you know what I mean? And it's like that almost every time, you know. Yeah. I mean, and then like the people making this, you're like, oh god, these guys are all like my age. They're all we're all young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Imagine these guys decades from now, like oh, the amount right. of the music these dudes are like. Oh my god, like Melvin's a boss on that. They're, they're gonna just <laughs> 30 year old disintegrate Milton, dude, take Milton, the form of music Milton, itself. Dude, Milton is only 19 years old. I know! And like, he, oh dude, he god. played seven sets in one day what at Clark Street Fest. Like, man, that guy. He's going places. That he can also keep time like a motherfucker. Like, that whole yeah. group in the Sunken Suns, they are just. Talented. The young, dude. some of the most talented musicians yeah. I've ever witnessed. I dude, the most. It is it is a time for young people to oh. be accomplished musically. Mm -hmm. um, I'm like I'm I'm just like amazed by like how young our scene is. Yeah, uh, and that's what makes all ages venues that much more important. Which we still need work on. Preach. Well, next we still need work on. Everyone, we're getting there though like out of trouble you know what i mean like that keeps a fun thing for young people to do at night rather than you know i need not go on but yeah like uh the the a cool thing that i that i um close friend of mine from college she started teaching over here and she was like she's like are all these musicians like you know they're either in college or you know like around that age group but she said are there any our age because i'm like 23 I was like, no, like the, like the ones I'm most blown away by are like a little bit younger. The people you know? who are playing in bars but actually can't get into bars. Yeah, yeah, it's like well, you, you have know. to leave after. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. You gotta yeah. Like Sam too. Sam's yeah. only yeah. like twenty also. You gotta yell at Batra. You gotta just not say anything. That's how. Shush, shush. Keep your mouth shut. Just walk in the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with the band. Just yeah, keep moving. For sure. Well, <laughs> you know how many times yeah, I'm with the band has gotten me in? <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the goatee. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, oh, he probably like does the lights or something. You wanna know how many times? <laughs> you wanna know how much I haven't been carded, even with this beard? Mm -hmm. Dude, I I'm twenty-three, but I don't people think I'm like, I got a couple years on with this thing. Yeah. But the beers, the beer squad. Right. Mine saying. was weird. People I'll would still beer. ask me. I'll, I'll, I'll give you they would ask me. Just I'm good. They would, <laughs> people, people would ask me with the goatee, like when I'm not 21, and then I'd be fucked. And then now that I'm 21, people still ask me, but then I can just get the righteousness of slapping that card. As far as like these bars, no, I've been 21 for three years. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, I, I love. They work. I like your guys' mindset, though. You know, you're just refining your sound. You guys are, you know, like uh, playing out. You know, like every band has a, you know, different approach to like, oh, do we want to record first or we want to play more shows first? But you guys have been playing shows, getting your name out, and it's great. And you guys have massive potential. Um, just you know. Uh, um, once, yeah, of course. I mean, once you guys do have those tunes, though, it's like everyone who loves your music will just be that much more ready to consume it. Mm -hmm. So, thanks, mom. Th no, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the mom, Rita. All our moms. <laughs> we do it for. Lynn. Yeah. Yes. So, mama first. We do it for all the mamas out there. <laughs> so, so by all means, like no rush. You know, just uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing because you guys are doing great stuff. So, thank you. Thanks for having us. Before, before I forget. Um, yeah. Did you want to know how I came to be here? How'd you came yes, to be here? <laughs> I didn't want to mention it myself because then I sound like a dick. 
but I just for continuity I didn't know if you wanted to go for that. it. Yeah. Um, J Joey, when did we? You talked or I talked to you about how like if you needed a drummer after. Uh, yeah, I think I after Anthony was. I, mean, I messaged RJ. Anthony moved back to Chicago, um, and we just needed a drummer, and I. I cannot find it's hard. Bass players and drummers are in short supply. Drummers man. especially. Yeah. Like, and so I, I knew RJ played drum because uh, back when uh, you know he would just hang out at my place and we, we used to keep a full kit. We used to rehearse in my old apartment like on Downer with a full kit, a live band. We never got noise in there. So wow. I, I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and RJ would just come and just like just hit some drums and I was like, oh yeah, he can play drums. And so I was like, why not? You know? Like and, and ask him. He, he's done a great job, man. It's it's fun. So. Well, because I. We had mentioned the name Carl Strip before. This whole group of people, we've all just been like destined to get to know each other somewhere along the way. Yeah. Because Carl Strip was my freshman year roommate. Yeah, oh, that's right. We met in complete They lived above me. Y'all are nice. They lived yeah. on the sixth floor. We lived on the seventh floor. Yeah, me and Logan were also on the sixth floor. Sure. <laughs> and now, now I'm currently living with Carl and Logan Feruda. Um, of Modern Joey. <laughs> so all these bands have just double dipped in each other. Until we, until we just like, oh, you can you can play something, right? Oh, well, we can get him in a band too, dude. Modern like, Joey is playing at the Miramar next month. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Fritz, you and I met because of Nicole Gorlick. The Gorlick uh, twins. Shout baby. out the Party Bus. Yeah, right? yeah, dude, that was a good. So I've known you longer than any of them. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was what was so wild. I didn't know. I didn't expect to see you there at Fire and Wine. You're like, hey, can we do an interview? It's like, yeah, dude. And I, I love the podcast where I, you know, want to jump on one. Like eventually too, I'm just trying. I'm in the middle of a lot of things, but um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool way to express sure. yourself and get to meet other people, right. you know. I think we did that. Yeah, we did that. So we're gonna close out. Um, yes. So we're gonna go down the line. Julia. Hello. Hey, uh, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? I mean, I like to get at least six hours of sleep. That's a good, that's good bear minimum. Because I, I, I have my fingers in a lot of pies, so I try to shut my brain off so I can sleep at night. Yeah. That's, that's what I do. That's what I'm trying to be. That's how I'm trying to be healthy. Yeah. Getting that right. six hours of sleep that you need for the day. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, staying busy is going to just naturally tire, up, tire you out. So yeah. there you go. RJ, what keeps you up at night? You know, fear of death and past trauma. <laughs> Existential dread. It's real. Essentially, it's. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. It is infinite. That. <laughs> that too, yeah. It is so infinite. Yeah. But I welcome it like an old shitty friend. <laughs> yeah. JoJo, what keeps you up at night? A lot of things, but I'll tell you what kept me up last night. My favorite. Uh, I like. I love anime and manga. And you love anime. anime and memes. Don't I can't forget memes. the memes this as well. But, uh, okay. The uh, my favorite ma my favorite manga dropped yesterday. Sure. Well, it was supposed to drop today, but I was up at like midnight waiting for the chapter to come out, and it was like trending on Reddit, and I was like, "Where's the chapter?" So I stayed up to like three a.m. Did not come out. Yeah. I think it's coming out tomorrow. It's called One Piece. Zoe, shout out, you know I love One Piece. <laughs> but like, anime and manga keeps me up at night. Oh, like, sure. Will Luffy ever find the One Piece? I don't know. Well, well, I'll be 40 years old. Well, that's the one about the pirates, right? That's the one about the pirates. Still, yeah. He's like a rubber band man, basically. <laughs> he's a rubber you band man. Fritz, what keeps you up at night? For me, dude, it's like, where do butterflies go at night? Because you're a caterpillar <laughs> in a cocoon. Mm. And then you get what? People say, like, you get one day as a butterfly. That's so much to do. You gotta pollinate. You gotta find a mate. That's just yeah. I mean, they might like chill out in trees at night, but I still haven't figured it out. And I might. I mean, it could be just a quick Google question, but get back you to you know, totally it's it's super super restless, you, know? you could just go out at night and try to find a butterfly. But then they're not there. So No, you gotta capture one during the day. And then track it at night and let it out of the yard. Oh, <laughs> see, see that's see that's what internet kills the the mystery and the journey. So yeah, that's well, what I'm, I'm just, saying. Like, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna go Meanwhile, here. he's already taken two melatonin and he cannot <laughs> go to sleep. I can't. Cause I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna go back down the line. What puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? 
Um, probably, probably music and then reading or journaling at night, you know, just trying to mellow out. Calm That's down. not a secret, it's an common answer, actually. Kelly, what keeps it, or excuse me, what puts you to sleep? I'm going to go back to the anime example. Um, anime I, I, I listen to a lot of, like, YouTube uh, video documentaries about anime and video games. I usually try to find one that's, like, 50 minutes an hour, and then... I'll eventually get tired of hearing it when I'm ready to go to sleep, <laughs> and then like I'll be in bed with my eyes closed, and I'll be like, "All right, it's 30 minutes. This guy's still talking about anime. I, I'm sick of that, so I go to bed." <laughs> yeah, so, to it, it's soothing, and also the art 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 fan in AC. Really, yeah, right. Can't Good sleep. white noise. Yeah. I can't sleep without white noise. Yeah, yeah. or black noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. What white noise? What puts you to sleep? Puts me to sleep. Honestly, throughout my whole life, I've been able to fall asleep in any climate. Like my dad snoring in the same room, I can still fall asleep. The city. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, hell, the glaciers melt and I fall asleep to that shit all the time. Um, <laughs> you should be woke. Wow, that should wake you the fuck I thought up. I was woke. What do you have playing, RJ? No. <laughs> Capitalism is it? No. But, uh, no, I mean, honestly, I've, I've never needed anything specific to fall asleep. I think I just... When I'm tired, I'm tired, and but I think a lot of times, if I do just naturally go, I like to listen to uh, Dawes, which is my favorite band. Dawes! Yeah. When my time comes. <laughs> the one song everyone knows. Right, well, actually, I love Dawes. Uh, Things Happen is another great song, too. I saw them in Oshkosh, they were fantastic. Oh, yeah, they're, they're one of the best, like, folk rock bands out right now. Mm -hmm. What puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? Um... Knowing that I'm like mentally healthy. Good. Actually, Good. That's, like I that's can go great. to sleep at night, and but before I go to sleep, I can think of something good that happened in the day that made me happy, or multiple things that made me happy, and I can be just like content. Mm -hmm. I can be happy with with what I did. That's beautiful. Which is. <laughs> New. Yeah. Well, good for you. That that's awesome, and I'm happy to hear that. I um I have uh, crippling anxiety, and I have OCD. And I last week I um forgot to take my meds one day. Oh, no. uh, I was hung. Oh, no. I was actually hung over, and yeah, I didn't even think about it. But that threw me off, and it fucked me up for a couple of days. But I'm better now because I remember to take my meds after that. So. Shout out meds and shout out being mentally healthy. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. It's okay. Thanks for having us, brother. Catch a wonderful Bluffer show and also uh, keep stay in tune for uh, you know pop recordings that might yeah. be coming out soon. Um, I'm on that. And uh, also uh, support support the DIY scene. Go to house shows and. Uh, all, everything else. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, for thank us. you guys. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thank you.